Hey there, H peeps. This is Master Joe coming at you. We had uh, a little snafu getting our episode out. You may have wondered, what happened to our episode last week? Well, my computer died, so it's been off for repair. Uh, the video card went out, and thankfully they were able to repair it, and I just got it back today. So we are putting up our episode with our special guest uh, for you guys today. So hopefully the computer doesn't die anymore. <laughs> but at any rate, here is our episode of the Heart Peace Podcast number 39. Hello everyone and welcome to the Heart Peace Podcast, your holistic relationship talk show for gamers. I am Master White. And I am Master Joe. And welcome, welcome. Welcome, everyone. This is episode number 38, right? No, this is number 39, oh, dear. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> you know, I went back in the past just a little bit. Back in time. <laughs> but guess what? I have a bit you time. have a random bit. Yes. You of all people are yes. going to be the one to deliver the random bit Master today. Wife. Okay. Well, shoot. did you know there is an app or a program where you, it's called Invisible Boyfriend? Invisible Boyfriend. Yes. You can upload a selfie and create your own boyfriend, his personality, and everything, and they'll create a scene for you. So if you think of a chocolate bath or yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. This this. This went from <laughs> zero to 60 real quick. You can think of that. And then it's like real people talking to you. Real people talk to you. Yeah. Real people. They don't know who you are. Wait, what? <laughs> real people talk to you, but they don't know who you are? They just act like your boyfriend. They just act you like created. your boyfriend. Yep. Is this a real life In thing? your chocolate bath of yogurt. Um, is, that like a, is that like a black joke or no. chocolate bath, yogurt? Are we talking about like Oreos? What's your boyfriend? What's your boyfriend? Or your girlfriend. Invisible girlfriend. Yep. Well then, that sounds great. Uh, moving right along. Today we have a very special guest, uh, which I have a really funny story to, to get into a little bit later. But ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together or your ears or whatever. If you're driving, please don't clap. Just <laughs> keep your hands on the wheel. We got Justin Shea, everybody. Justin Shea. What's going on, man? Yo, what up? What up? Okay, so first of all, uh, Justin, this is one of my uh, longtime friends. I got to preface this by saying he's one of my longtime friends. Met this guy in high school uh, when we were going back to school in uh, Maryland. Shout out to Springbrook. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Blue Devils. Right? But this guy, okay, his last name is spelled C-H-O-E. So this whole time, I have been calling him <laughs> Justin Cho, and he just told me before the cast today, it's actually pronounced Che, because he's Korean, and uh, the, the story, he, Justin, could you tell of how this has happened? Uh, I'm actually from Baltimore, but you know, I guess Korean would be like my, my parents. and right. It's in yeah. there somewhere. <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's like, you know, growing up like at home, everyone, you know, my Korean name, my parents' Korean name, my parents' name, it's, it's pronounced Che. But in school, you know, elementary school, like kindergarten, you know, teacher roll calling. Oh, my name is Justin Cho. So actually, I myself thought I had two two pronunciations of my own last name for, for, for quite a while. Um, and I don't know, just just going through school, elementary school, you go, you grow up with the same people, right? Um, yeah. In elementary, going to middle school, you're you're with like eighty percent of the same class. Going to high school, like you know, seventy percent, you know, stick with you because you know, in our Montgomery County, in our system, we had a at like what three choices, right? Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, Springbrook. Uh, Payne Branch and I think Blake was the other one. Yeah, Blake <laughs> sucks though. 
So just going through it, I was like, right, you know, what? even when I discovered that uh, <laughs> my last name is actually Che, I was just like, you know, what? I'll just 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 let it slide. And it's, been, it's been like that for a while. And, <laughs> it's been let um, it slide for, like, for over literally two. over a decade. Of people calling <laughs> the wrong name. This is freaking hilarious. I just found that out. So I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I can't, cannot wait. If anybody went to school with us, you're just now hearing this for the first time, please send me a just like call me and be like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's hilarious. That's awesome. Very cool. So uh, before we move forward, let us go ahead and get into that lovely major heart piece of the week. If you listen real carefully, you can actually hear, hear a cat, cat <laughs> at the end of that. Um, so Justin, he's got a dog. We got cats in there. They're all very annoying and loud noisemakers, furry noisemakers. But at any rate, major heart piece of the week for those of you who may be new listening to the cast. This is a segment that we do where we like to highlight something really cool or nice that happened. Uh, so, you know, doing that whole positivity spreading thing. Spreading like peanut butter on a PB&J sandwich <laughs> called life. Uh, and it's positivity butter. Uh, I'll go first with this one because I don't want to forget. Okay. And mine comes from, uh, well... It was last Friday. We have our first Friday event, which you all by now know all about. Uh, we talk about it quite a bit. But this was the last first Friday event that we had uh, for the year. And it's December. So uh, last one of 2016. And it was a big shebang. For those of you who might not know what first Friday is, this is a monthly gaming event that I put on at my at my uh, place of business. Uh, it's kind of like a community thing for gamers to come and do uh, once a month. Look forward to really fun. We do tournaments. We had a Smash Bros. tournament. There was karaoke. There was a cosplay contest. We had two vendors in there selling Pocky and comics and pops and uh, a whole bunch of really super cool, fun stuff. But the heart piece is during the event, after the event, and you know, leading up to you online and everything else, people are just, are just coming from all around telling me how great they think the event is and how awesome they think. They're just so grateful there's something here. Uh, we're in the Fort Lauderdale, Broward County area, and these folks are just you know coming up to me in droves saying how, how much fun they had at this event. And it was really nice for me. One, because it's the last one we did for the year, so it's kind of like a culmination of everything we're working towards. And two, I mean, everyone likes to hear something nice about something they did, so mm-hmm. it hit me in the hit me in the in the hearts in the heart piece man hit me right in the heart piece so appreciate that everybody that came out and supported first friday good stuff good stuff yeah it was really nice um so my heart piece for this week uh my company had a christmas party and so master joe got to tag along and so he always get pampered when i have free things going on (laughs) from work but uh it was really nice to hang out with everyone and i got to talk a little bit more and master joe may have new basketball yeah, People I, I to got play to meet with. some of your some of your coworkers. You know, oh, yeah. Folks. They or got some awards. Uh, there's one of them. Uh, Fivo. Yeah, Fivos. Uh, he, he's from Canada. It blows my mind how he spells his name. He's Greek, so it's doesn't it's not F I. It's like P H O. There's a V and E U S. Oh, I think. You uh, all but up. at any rate, uh, he's a pretty cool guy. So he's got a Battlefield One. So he might be going on there and destroying the opposition. Yep. Should be fun. Sounds good. But yeah, that was good. And we'll kick it over to Justin. What's your major heart piece of the week, yo? Um, went to a wedding uh, <laughs> really cool to, to see uh, people I haven't seen in a while. It was uh, two friends of mine from from college, a uh, couple of other guests I haven't seen in like six, seven years. And the, the friends have been together for, I don't know, like over 15 years, I think. Oh, wow. Like since, since high school, I think like sophomore year or something like that. Wow. So, uh, it was like oh, about time, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. 
<laughs> I went, we ate, we we drank, we danced, and it was, it was good times. Um, you, you can't really be not happy unless you like invite an ex or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be bad. Yeah, weddings for the most part are pretty fun. Once like once they get going and the you know the food's coming out and you're getting the drinks and everything, then it's like okay. Sometimes the ceremonies can be kind of stuffy or long, depending. But you know when you actually get to interact with people, then it's then it's not. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We had a wedding we went to in uh, November that was a lot of fun. So. I don't know when the next one I'm going to go to is, but I'm sure I'll have a blast when I get there. But leading up to, I always say I don't like weddings just because everything that goes into them. But when you're actually at them, they're, they're a lot of fun. So yep. sounds good. We'll close up with the major heart piece of the week. I want to remind you guys, make sure you're doing fun, cool, awesome things for each other and uh, picking up on the things that you might be benefiting from yourself because, you know. It all comes around, man. It goes around, comes around. So keep making it come on around. And with that, we're going to move on to our main bit of this particular episode and uh you may notice that it is called digital, digital love Rom- what did we did digital romance digital romance <laughs> <laughs> digital love we are not linked up right now Di- we're not linked up we're not li- okay digital love mats but uh we got another tune for some of you daft punk folks uh take a listen to this oh yeah this whole episode is going to be about 2d versus 3d relationships and uh you might be wondering what in the world does that even mean or where did this ideal come from what is going on with the 2d and the 3d break it down for us uh well we have our our good friend and guest justin che on to uh (laughs) talk to us about this particular uh concept and the whole thing is yeah you may know there there are you know several mediums of entertainment out there there's video games there's anime there's manga there's comics there's you know tv shows and such where you have these fictional or based on real people Mm -hmm. uh characters right and the whole concept of the waifu or the physical well not physical but i guess the visual attraction to these characters some people end up taking it a little bit too far other people you know just kind of like i appreciate it here and there but then there are some who just really kind of genuinely uh find themselves attracted to certain elements that 2D personalities seem to offer, in their opinion, better than mm-hmm. through what they call 3D, which would be real, you know, the real world uh, counterparts. So the whole idea of finding romance through virtual boyfriends and or girlfriends, and we're not talking about just dating sims, just really in general here. So we're going to kind of break this down and see why that is and uh, maybe some of the things we can pull from these 2D relationships that make them enjoyable and see how we can improve the 3D ones. Uh, one of the most obvious things, and we'll get into some other things with, with everyone else, is the whole thing about these characters are always there. They're consistent. Mm-hmm. They're never going to leave you. They're never going to be different. You know exactly what you're dealing with every single time, right? So there's the level of uncertainty that gets removed from that, and that can make a relationship a lot more appealing, just knowing you can always count on it. So starting with that, uh, Justin, Master Wife, what do you think about the, the idea of the consistency of relationships as they apply from 2D and 3D. We'll start with uh, Justin. Ooh, putting me on the spot. Uh, on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you got the spot. Just wanted to uh, disclaimer. I actually, I actually have not been in a 2D relationship before. Um, I have, pl- I, you know, I am familiar with with the idea. I have some friends in the industry who who work on the the ports for some of these games. So mm-hmm. I've had the um, the uh, the honor, I guess, to uh, test out a couple of these. I've have I played a couple dating since back in my my high school days. You know, back when I was Justin Cho, not Che. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
you know, and, and I've, I went to school, uh, spent uh, about a year and a half, almost two years over in Japan. And, and I was over, I was, I spent the year in Korea as well. I'm super jealous of him right. for his time in Japan, by the way. <laughs> and, and, and the idea of consistency, uh, I, I agree. I mean, like you, you have, you know, these, these games are, are geared towards, uh, you know, certain demographic and, you know, those who enjoy, uh, anime and, uh, games those mm-hmm. types you, you're going to get i mean like you know the situations that these characters are put into are, are all going to be different right yeah but you're, you're going to get basically like three or four archetypes that most of these uh game characters these potential dates um in these gaming uh you know environments you're only gonna get a couple of these like archetypes right I mean, yeah you're familiar with uh uh uh, Kudere and, and some of these these ideas where you know you have that tough tough girl character with the soft inside you know oh, yeah, yeah. soft mm-hmm. interior yeah what you did you that, call that... it I've, I've I've clearly been pronouncing it wrong I've called it to sunder I'm just I'm just you know come on give me a break here it's 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 okay. Right, because the T is not a big is not a big. I got you. All right, we'll we'll continue the Japanese lesson later. <laughs> to Sunder, good lord. All right, continue. Oh yeah, um, as I was saying, like, I mean, you have the Sundere. You got the tough girl. You got like the, the cool one. You got the the really quiet one. And and recently with, I'm, I'm forgetting the names of these animes, but like like the ones where like the girl goes like all psycho. I think that's called like Yandere or something. But, um, yeah, I mean like. Between the games, you're you're almost guaranteed to run into these types, and I guess like I don't know, it's not going to get us kind of rambling right now. now Edit this out later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got the you got the the various types. Yeah, uh, if you're if you're talking about it from that standpoint, then it may be a thing where one of those, you know, is is you know, like they're they're all kind of laid out in a uh, like in an open open view and you can kind of see okay there's this one there's this one there's this one there's this one all right out of all these i kind of recognize with this one the best and they're all right there in front of you so it kind of you know makes it easier i guess to latch on and relate to to one of them you know and in this type of relational way mm-hmm. right if they're if they're more uh or if you know because there's also on the back end one of the animes i absolutely hated growing up but i mean it was a good anime i hated it just because i was mad jealous of my boy Tenchi, but Tenchi Muyo, Tenchi Universe, um, that character where the guy is like just this super shy, super meek and like unassuming. But for some reason, all of the girls are attracted to him. <laughs> and he has no idea what to do with any of them, you know, just can't handle anything. Uh, but, you know, so that's kind of on the other end. But yeah, I think it does, you know, speak to something about how we relate with people, uh, whether you know, because I don't think we meet people in real life, not in that, not in that type of a way, like not that concentrated. Uh, if you go out to a function, you might talk to two people, maybe probably more like one person. And if you can relate to them or not, then, okay, that's that. And you, you know, either move on or you shrink back or whatever it is. So when you have that much choice, I guess it makes it, it makes it more of a interactive thing where you will more than likely 
be able to choose somebody. What do you What do you think, Master Wife? Yeah, I was saying, um, like that app I introduced at the beginning of the episode is called like Invisible Boyfriend, and so that's that, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, the Virtual Boyfriend, which are basically dating simulations where you can kind of develop your own personality types mm. of what boyfriend or girlfriend you think you would be attracted to, and so I think that. I think dating simulations can sometimes be good for like when you feel like you're not getting something out of your partner and you it's kind of like an escapism where you can go into this world and kind of receive what you like. Mm-hmm. And I, especially for like most women is like you want to always tell like be told by your boyfriend like good things or that your boyfriend may not tell you on a daily basis yeah, or be I, consistent. I wanted to piggyback off of that. I'm going to throw this one back around the horn. So we we, we talked on consistency. Uh, Justin brought up the idea of choice. And now, Master Wife, I'm going to segue into uh, the idea of, shoot, what did you just say? Escapism. No, not escapism. I'm brain farting right now. There's <laughs> a lot of gas coming out of my head. <laughs> starting to smell a little bit. Uh, no, the concept of, shoot, what was it? <laughs> say it again what you said i had it i had it, it was like it's like right here in the fog of war uh, the fog of war <laughs> i'm trying um i was talking about how you're able to build the type of relationship that you may not see yes okay okay that Great. thing the actions the actions the um the the things that uh you know uh, these characters say the way they look uh yeah. the things they do one really easy thing is they they smile a lot and smiling is a thing, you know? They don't get angry. Well, there's actually some dating simulations where they'll get jealous if you don't spend enough time with them. Oh, well, like, sure. they'll get mad and jealous. Sure, yeah. And, and, and you know, that kind of speaks to the sense of wanting to feel needed or wanting to feel appreciated or, you know, desired, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, this whole thing of how they interact with you. Uh, we've talked about it uh, when we were talking about Animal Crossing and these types of things, like the way your neighbors are in the game and then how they're not in real life, you yeah, know? Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's an unrealistic expectation, but that definitely ties into it. What do you think about the interactions? How are they... Like, what is it about the interactions that make them appealing? Let me kick it to uh, to you, Master Wife, and we'll, we'll close that out with Justin. Well, I mean, it depends on which sim you get, right? Which sim you pick or, like, what's your type of virtual boyfriend like um there was actually this guy who is the creator of virtual boyfriend my virtual boyfriend his name is mike amberson and he's an american developer this is american simulation and he said in a vogue uh article recently that he often receives emails from female users that um use this particular simulation complaining about how their sims have mistreated them (laughs) And, and (laughs) and he said it's usually because they generally pick the bad boy type simulation. Really? And he said they should next time pick the nice guy or the geek personality if you want someone <laughs> to love you for who you are. Even though I don't think That's geek a bit personality ironic. or a nice guy necessarily mean they're going to treat you very well. Like, or the bad guy versus like. Yeah. So that's kind of the issue with some simulations. Like. It's just funny that complex. that seems to persist into the digital realm too. Yeah. <laughs> the bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a but thing. I can't, I can't imagine a bad boy being the one to develop a game like this, though. <laughs> just to be honest. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> so, you know, a bad boy is going to have the bad boy. He's going to be in that, you know, fit in that bad boy archetype. He's going to have those flaws that, you know, society kind of generalizes, you mm-hmm. know. It's, right, right. It's very interesting. That's just weird. I mean, you put it in a game. That's just that's wow. I mean, I could be wrong. I think maybe, maybe he's, he's, he's a cool bad boy who also has a very, you know, 
nice interior, like inside. <laughs> Maybe he's a Tinderet too. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but I think people like virtual like relationships because they can be confident. They kind of know that they have some type of certainty to the outcome of the relationship relationships, especially if they're building them. Um especially if they're like new to dating, they don't know how to date. Yeah, plus like all the well the dating sims particularly always have like, you know, various uh different endings that you can achieve based on your interactions. So there's yeah. that too. One article in real life you, Yeah. So go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm saying like in real life you can't really hit the reset button. There's only one time you can make a first impression. <laughs> yeah. Right. And maybe that's maybe that's stressful. Maybe that's part of like what the anxiety is around, you know, trying to engage in the the real world with people because yeah there are no second chances really i mean not to you can't do something over you know you can have a second chance but you once it's done it's done yeah yeah um this vogue article also i don't know exactly which year it was made but it was saying that uh it was came from vogue it was saying that a survey released by the japan times last year found that nearly 40 percent of single japanese millennials were not interested in romantic relationships describing them as bothersome and in the united states huh the labor of statistics reported in 2014 that there were more single people in the country than married ones i mean you can have relationships they don't necessarily have to be married to be yeah i mean that comes down to but we are moving towards more single people <laughs> yeah I mean, people are getting married later yeah you later know, there's Career a lot choices. of young people there's yeah. more younger people than there are as you go up so th- that's a thing but yeah that's interesting in japan they describe relationships as bothersome mm-hmm. how do you feel about that justin do you i mean this was taken from vogue so yeah. i don't know Plus how you've biased been to japan have you have like... you seen any like your your gauge of would you say that, that like that some folks in japan see relationships as uh as bothersome i Hmm. That's a, that's a good question. I definitely, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still single. I, I think they're quite positive. <laughs> but, but my reasoning is, is probably different. My, 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 you know, mentality and, and, and where I am in life, my mm-hmm. goals and stuff, I don't think kind of fits in with most of uh, Japan or people here. But right. uh, I mean, in Japan, it's like, there's still, it might be, you know, a reflection on, on society too. You know, Japan's getting becoming like more westernized. For women, it's 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 life in Japan is is very different from from here. Yeah, I get here. sense. And I remember this, this might I might be going off topic a little bit, but it's just just the way that women are treated, grown uh, how they when they grow up, how they're treated, and what's expected of them is is very uh, very different. Are you uh, how familiar are you with? Um, kind of that topic over not, there not fairly we have watched uh, um we've been watching this show on netflix called tokyo uh midnight diner or tokyo stories midnight diner and one mm-hmm. of the episodes kind of like alludes to um uh, I, don't, I don't know it was it's like escortism i don't know if you'd call it prostitution per se but like because mm-hmm. they have uh companions i think is the word they use um but just kind of like being under the under the foot of someone for this companionship type business thing so it was kind of touching on that type of thing uh, well, I was thinking when you were talking about like how women are treated. Oh, well, I would say like in America, like back in the day, you, you're as a woman, you, it, it was basically you grew up to get married. Hmm. You got married, you had children, and now it's kind of shifting towards women having their own career aspirations 
and they're kind of doing their own thing. So they're kind of, you know, dating later or staying single or being married later. So I was just thinking um, in lines of that, there may be some similarities in other countries as well when it comes to what women are supposed to do, what what age we're supposed to get married, when we're supposed to have children, all those things. So maybe. Yeah, that's true. When I, for a country that has like bullet trains that go like almost 200 miles an hour, neon signs, like holograms and robots. I mean, when it comes to uh, workplace discrimination, uh, gender equality, that's, there's still, a, you know, a bit behind. Um, yeah. I remember as a student and, you know, just, just, you know, just walking around town. Uh, my school was in Shibuya, actually. And, mm. and, and the slang term people threw around uh, for women who are actually the, over the age of 20 is was a was Christmas cake. Um, Christmas a lot of the, cake. yeah, a lot of the foreigners, my my American friends, were also aware of that term, and I've and I've heard some Japanese kids say it as well. Uh, Christmas in Japan is is not like Christmas here. Uh, most of Japan is, uh, it's not like like Christianity. The idea of Christmas is mm-hmm. is it's not there. You know, they it's a very secular society. I mean, you'll see shrines everywhere, but you know, it's like Shinto, like the tradition. You know, they just they just do it. Um, mm-hmm. So Christmas over there is, is like it's a dating holiday. So mm, yeah. you're either with your date or with, a, with or you're with a group of other like single friends. Huh. Right? And and the way to end that night is you buy these things called Christmas cakes. They're tiny little cakes. They go for like forty, fifty bucks, and it's it's ridiculous. It's it's so expensive and so small. Yeah, I um we were watching this show called Good Morning Call. Oh yeah, Good Morning Call, yeah. Um and it's a cute little it's on Netflix and it's like a real life uh It's a real yeah, like a real life anime. Yeah, a real life anime. Huh. And I just remember now that you said Christmas cake during the Christmas they were wondering, like, who are you going to spend Christmas with? Are you going to spend it with your boyfriend? Like, that's a big deal if you're going to spend Christmas together. Mm-hmm. And, like, she gave him a gift, which was a cake. Yeah, it was a cake. Ah. Yeah, yeah those cakes are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, oh, geez. I, actually, I actually bought Christmas cake for a couple of friends because, you know, we were all single foreign exchange students. Oh, so okay. We bought one and, like, three four of us shared it. Um, but, yeah, um, the reason they – they refer to women <laughs> i don't know if it's still the case now this is like way back then i'm mm-hmm. sure new slangs are coming out with it it's awful but they call them christmas cakes because um after the 25th no one wants them oh, oh. i see well oh. and, and and it's it's unfortunate but like you know they go through school they go you know they study like they go to cram school they study hard to get into these big universities when they when they come out they join these companies uh, they actually start job hunting like a year or two before uh, they actually graduate from college. And when they're in their companies, a lot of them do get pressured to, well, get married. And once, yeah. they're, once they're married, um, they feel the pressure to have kids. And once they have kids, then their professional life is kind of yeah. like mm-hmm. over Halted. at that point. Yeah, or over. Yep. All my friends in my class who were not married by like 25 or 26 um they went on to make you know climb the corporate ladder mm-hmm. they, they they hustled pretty hard but um, I, they're all single every one of them is single yeah um huh well then maybe because I, I don't know it's kind of a different thing than maybe uh kind of coming back into the the 2d versus 3d bit maybe the whole thing of that because listen to you the the one thing that kind of keeps coming back to me is like the concept of freedom so maybe being in this 2d relationship is a more it gives you more freedoms to kind of move and engage and, and, and live your life than it does in a 3D one that has all this pressure and these requirements and 
you know, career aspirations and all this type of stuff. And you kind of have to adapt to the person that you're in the relationship with. Right. Rather than doing your own thing. Yeah. So, yeah. And and most of the guys I talk to is like they, once they get married or like they kind of expect their wives to, even even our generation, you know, they kind of expect their wives to stay home. um, At least with my friends. This doesn't apply, I don't know, to Mm. everyone over there, but... And then, you know, you have the, the husband's parents and the girl's parents also pressuring them. And, and I'm wondering. Like freedom could versus be, pressure. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's much more predictable. You go um, these games and, you know, everything kind of is a reflection of, you know, the society, right? The society. So. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. So, you know, all those types of things coming back in. We've got consistency uh, of, you know, relationship and the choice of the various different personality types that generally get. Uh, thrown into these types of applications, games, and entertainment applications. Uh, the interactions that they uh, they present to you as a player. Yeah. Um, and then the freedom and the lack of pressure that's involved with these, uh, you know, kind of 2D relationships. Uh, you don't have really a tangible sense of anything, really. Uh, f- feelings, per se, yeah, they're tangible. Um, but they can be better managed, I guess. Uh, what I'm talking about as far as things that aren't tangible, you don't have a tangible sense of rejection, right? Um, well, again, it depends. You can actually, <laughs> your boyfriend, I think, or girlfriend, it depends on what game you play, but they Are can actually dump you. Are you saying that they you. can dump you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they can dump you. That's why I was saying one of the negative impacts of virtual games or vo- virtual relationships is um, you can become so engrossed in the games because they require as much time. If you're in another relationship, they require much time as your real life relationship as online. So it's like a Tamagotchi pet then. Yeah. And it's going right. to die or if you die. don't feed it yeah. every hour on the hour. I had one of those. It, it, it died relatively quickly. <laughs> not fit. Not, not fit to own Tamagotchi. But now, wow, they can dump you. Okay, well, I guess there's still a little bit of pressure then. But no, that's interesting. And, it, and it's interesting to me because I feel like those are all valid points. I feel like those concepts are valid things. What I want to know is how can we pull those things back into real life? Because, I mean, let's be honest. You can only get so far in life if, you, if you're focused, right? If you're focused. And there's, this, isn't, this isn't for a lot of people. And you, you do grow out of things. But there's, there's something to be learned, I think, from the parts of... Uh, 2D relationships that draw us and mm-hmm. I think if we can do a better job focusing on how to engage in those things in real life then we can get better enjoyment out of our real life relationships mm-hmm. um, I mean for me honestly just the simple concept of smiling you know if someone's smiling at me they're happy you know they're they're not mad at me uh, mm-hmm. they're not being uh, antagonistic towards me uh, so smiling is really that's why you see somebody you know on the street and you say hi you know you smile it's a friendly thing um, so that's one area that you could start with is just, you know, having better interactions with people and they say hello to you or how are you doing instead of just like the usual, you know, I'm fine. How are you? And no one actually answers the question. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> they just say it. Um, I think what you can learn from these games are, are the person that you may want to, the type of person you may want to date. I mean, it's not going to be per, like perfection as in on the virtual like stimulation, but you can look at different characteristics that your um, your dating sim may have online. Like if they express their appreciation for you a lot or they give you compliments, you might want to find somebody that is that expresses, you know, their feelings with words to you and they have a good communication with you. And so I think dating sims can be helpful in that way as well. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'll, I'll kick the same thing to Justin. How do you think? What do you? What is it you think people can glean uh, from two D relationships to improve their their real life ones? Or huh. find I agree one. with. I agree with both points you made. Um, I don't know. I don't think for me personally, playing those dating games back in high school didn't really help me out with uh, getting girlfriend <laughs> in high school. But uh, I mean, back then the games were simpler, right? You just kind of shower them with uh, presents, and hopefully they'll notice. But yeah. right, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of like it's, Sims. It's no, there was that was like um, what was that game? Dead or Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. I think you had to you had to like give them different presents, and then if you gave them different presents, then they'd actually wear it or. They'd like change their bathing suit. Or I did play dating sims though. Yeah, like which? The one with romance where you went on dates to different places. I played this in middle school. Oh, you mean this like the game The Sims? Hot yes, date. but the expansion. Yes, I got hot date. Yeah, she said dating Sims. I'm well, like, okay. <laughs> oh, the Sims, the dating one. I got you. Yeah, I just had a flashback. Yeah, I did play a dating simulation. Oh, what did you like about that? Um. Well. I just like to be wine and dine. <laughs> I don't know. As a middle schooler, you want to be wine and dine. I mean, you could go to different places with your significant other, and like, I don't know, hormones, man. <laughs> <laughs> middle school. Twelve, twelve years old, thirteen years old at the restaurant. I have some Chardonnay, please. Those <laughs> yeah. Some complicated hormones. I think you were uh, early started. Um, I mean, for me, honestly, I think it comes down to. Uh, like, geez, if I'm thinking about characters, 2D characters, I don't know. I don't have like an attraction, but the things that, uh, I would say I like about a character, I like characters who, you know, they stick up for the little guy. I think that's, that's part of the reason I do like the, uh, uh, shoot. I forgot how to say it, Justin. I forgot how to say it, man. The, uh, Sundere. Sundere. <laughs> Sundere. God Lord. Uh, I think that's why I do like those characters, like the um, the killer kills and the mm-hmm. uh, the Mikasas and the you know of the world, because uh, they're always sticking up for the little person with their hard interior, but they also want someone yeah, to stick up sweet. for them, but they're just too you know kind of stubborn to admit it. But everyone knows, right? So I, I think I, I I like that type of a character, and I kind of see that in different people, because um, I like being able to break through that uh, mm-hmm. that hard shell, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of giving me insight into that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think you do need to kind of learn about yourself, you know, uh, use it as an opportunity to learn about yourself. Uh, learn what you want. Yeah. And potentially if you're able to express those things you want to the person that you want it from, um, I think that's how you can translate things in the dating Sims into real life. Yeah. And that's important because there has to be some kind of carryover. I mean, that stuff you know, at some point, you know, like Justin's saying, you're going to be 26, you're going to be 30, you're going to be 35. They might have a dating sim when they're old, too. Yeah, Maybe. you're going to have, they got some weird dating sims out there. We've we've dated pigeons. Uh, we've dated tanks. What? Yeah, what? tanks. Uh, it's like tank girls, I think, is it? Uh, we've dated, geez, Androids. what else? Androids. Androids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you name it, we've dated it. Uh, next they'll next they'll have. I'm sure there's a dating grandpa. Let me see. No, me look don't look that grand, up. Grandpa, dating you're gonna sim. get like. Give me a second. Sugar I just daddies got, or something. I just gotta see here. Mod the Sims. We're a single grandpa. Wait, are you talking about video games or actual dating? Dating like Sims. This? No dating. No Sims. dating Sims. Yeah. Dating Sims for for dating someone like 50 years older than you. Yeah. Nothing comes to mind immediately. Everything's coming up for The Sims. Like The Sims 2, you can just make your people old. <laughs> Sims 4, I heard, is 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 uh, pretty interactive. 
But I don't know. Maybe maybe uh maybe the dating sims will move on into the elderly. Aww. That'd be good. I think it'd be good. I mean, because at that point, maybe it's like I've done the real life relationship. I don't have time or don't but want you may to just engage want in a another companion. one. Yeah, so I have a little companion in my little uh my my video game buddy. And we talk and we talk. That's one of the things. Yeah, like having like people that'll talk and listen to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they said it, <laughs> that dating sims can potentially help with long distance relationships if you don't want your to cheat on you. <laughs> okay. I don't see how that helps. <laughs> but all right. It keeps you occupied. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, but I mean... So you're cheating with a 2D... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just... It's because it's not, it's not real life, so it doesn't count. Like, I don't think that... I think that's another episode. <laughs> cheating in 2D. Solid. Well, that's going to bring us to the close of our main bit. Uh, it's kind of just like an open forum discussion on this thing. There's, you know, we're not saying there's a, a, you know, it's right or it's wrong or like there's anything, but I think there's just something important to gain from understanding what it is about uh various relationships uh that we that we enjoy that we like that we yeah. respond to and then you know you just got to pull keep pulling the essence of those things you know? yeah and like i know there's a lot of romantic sims but hopefully they'll start making like other type of sims like i don't know sim with your father like or your brother or yeah. interaction with your friends in general like for like those socially awkward people like me um <laughs> you can like practice or like you know Build confidence in relating to others. That'd be a good point. I'd play yeah, it. What do you think, it. Justin? Would you would you uh would you play a a, a, a confidence building relationship sim friend sim? I mean, <laughs> I I don't I don't think I would. I feel like <laughs> thanks, no, I mean, Justin. Idea. Thanks, <laughs> Justin, for crushing my <laughs> dreams. Um, I feel like, like we we talked about the advantages, right? There's yeah. a couple of things you can carry yeah. over, but I, I feel like there are there are some some big disadvantages too that yeah, yeah that, um, go too having deep. something like this to you know satisfy uh your need for escapism i mean like these people who, who've played dating sims like what 10 15 years ago when i was in high school yeah. some of them are still playing like relationship games now and some of the stuff that like you get from this kind of i feel um Sometimes it's not the best lessons to to learn. Like you have these, you know, harem like you know situations, right? Where like you you project yourself onto the, your main character, who's kind of this like you know easily projected onto kind of bland person, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're surrounded by all these choices. Yeah. And real life doesn't really work in in the way it, ga it doesn't games because like in the game it, it's programmed into it, right? Like you you can do. I, as far as I know, every single female character in one of these dating sims, mm. uh, all, all the big ones that, that's been fully fleshed out, um, there is a way at least to end up with one of them, depending on what you do. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? I, I guess unless it's like a villain or a side character, that doesn't really matter. Uh, I don't believe it works like that in real life. Like You can meet all kinds of people, all different types of personalities, yep. um, and it just won't work. Yeah. yeah no, in true. in a game you can you can figure out how to, you know, change yourself, interact with, you know, do things to get with that Cinderella over there who who's just all tough and <laughs> sometimes there are people out there you're just never gonna crack that shell. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know definitely. so it gives you unrealistic yeah, unrealistic. yeah, unrealistic expectations. Yeah, definitely. And it, it's like what we like society what we teach something that we're we're working on to fix, right? Um something that I have to it took me well over 10 years to, to get over all the, the popular culture, all the, 
all the things that movies taught me. Like if a girl says no, you know, or, you know, you can't try it again or like, you mm-hmm. know, it, it, no means no. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. That's, that's, so, oh, yeah, that's true. I'm sorry, go ahead. That's really interesting. Yeah, that's you bring up a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like the, the cautionary side of when you're in too deep. It's like you're, if you're not making an effort to pull out the, the essence of the, the games and they find out and, and then translate it back to the real world, if you just stay, you know, with the nerve gear on, then you could you could be uh, setting yourself up. Yeah, you can be influenced, and you only have like one perspective instead of having like, you know, being knowing of all different types of situations that can occur, or what is the what is the reality? You know, not staying in a fictional world. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you can stay in too long. It's yeah. good to go in there. You know, I think it's good for escape it. But if you're like, if you never come back, yeah, yeah, then you, then you got trouble. It's kind of like social media. Yeah, and that ties into you know addictions yeah. and all these types of things. Those are real things that can happen with these types of situations as well. So you definitely want to to be careful. Definitely a good point. Good point, Justin. Holy cow. Um, okay, so that's gonna bring us to the end of the main bit, which means it's time for our mini game. We're gonna be playing a little bit of a link up. Link Up, ladies and gentlemen, get your pens and papers ready. Uh, for those of you who have never played Link Up before, this is a little game we like to play at the uh, at the end of our episode. We've been changing it up. We're playing some different games, but this time we're going to play Link Up. Uh, you got to have t- you're going to have ten seconds on the clock to write down three things that are related to one of the following uh, three things. We got three categories to choose from. We're going to throw it in the randomizer. We'll either be playing with The Last of Us. Crash Bandicoot, or Marvel vs. Capcom in, in honor of uh, PlayStation X, the PlayStation X experience. That was awesome, by the way. We were watching the Capcom Cup uh, the other day, and shout-outs to Knuckledoo for winning the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Although, Ricky Ortiz, yes, good runner-up. America versus America in the finals of Street Fighter V yes. was pretty daggone sweet, so USA, USA. Uh, but okay, let's throw these in the randomizer, see which one we get. And it's going to be Crash Bandicoot. Okay, so Crash Bandicoot is the... Subject, let me get 10 seconds on the clock. And the challenge is to write three things that come to mind when you think about Crash Bandicoot. And then we'll all share and compare our answers and see how well we linked up. All right, everybody ready? And here we go. And stop. All right. 10 seconds goes by really stinking fast, doesn't it? All right. Pencils down. <laughs> cool. All right. This is going to be good. Okay. Let's uh, let's start with Justin. What uh, what three things did you get, man? <laughs> so, so the game is what? Just three three things that just pop into my mind, I guess? Three, the Crash Bandicoot, Crash three Bandicoot. things. Cool. All right. I actually haven't played... Bandicoot since it came out I think it was that was like 20 years ago right 90, <laughs> something like 96 that. 97 <laughs> yeah yeah oh so God, um, was it 20 holy crap all right I feel really old now but okay no, same year Pokemon came out too that's oh, gross <laughs> <laughs> so old but word what do you got all right um I have uh PlayStation 1 okay mm-hmm. all right uh what's a bandicoot <laughs> And uh, can I eat it? Can I eat <laughs> it? it? Oh my gosh, those are awesome! <laughs> yeah, wasn't and like what's a Bandicoot their campaign for a while or something? I just I just looked it up. Uh, it's a marsupial. Yeah, uh, like twenty species of 
a marsupial. Yeah, I don't actually yeah. know what a marsupial is. I just I've just heard that's what he is. Well, can I go? Oh, it's like you know kangaroos and what do you call those koala bears? Oh, okay. oh my gosh, I was so off. Can I go next? Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, one of my <laughs> the top three. I said an orange fox. Orange <laughs> I he, fox. I thought he was an orange fox. Orange I don't know. fox. Okay. I don't know. Orange Walk fox. Um, buka buka. <laughs> was that? <laughs> That's what the little mask used to say. Buka buka. <laughs> That's what I thought of. And then crashing. Crashing. You crashing into everything. Okay, that's fair. Buka Buka, I think is no. Actually, I'll take Orange Fox. I'll take Orange Fox on that one. Uh, all right, my three was whoa, whoa, because you know the way he says it, like whoa, that he's, he's <laughs> saying whoa, so whoa, uh, mask. Okay, Buka Buka. That's mask. kind of a link. What I wanted to write, but I didn't know how to spell, was when you put the mask on, the sound that that makes. It's like. <laughs> I don't know that you. Anyway. Uh, um, and then I wrote big head for Cortex because yeah, he, he has um, a large head. He doesn't really have a neck, does he? No, no, he has no neck. I'm gonna pull up a picture of him right now just to confirm. But no, this dude is all cranium. That's all he's got, man. Cortex crash. The Batman turn. The man does not have a neck. He legit does not. I'm looking at a photo right now. He has. Upside wait, no, he does. He does have a little tiny neck. <laughs> Wow, he does gonna, have a neck. For our viewers at home, we're gonna put a picture up on the website. <laughs> it's right so you there. Can see it. You can see it. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Skin, but, but I don't see a neck in this picture. I'm gonna send you one on Discord so you can see it. It's right. <laughs> it's it's the tiniest neck, but it's there. No, like no, this picture. There's there's a picture I see of uh, on Google Images of of Crash Bandicoot like looking behind him, and he's like literally doing the Batman turn with his whole shoulders and everything. <laughs> this guy does not have a neck. <laughs> <laughs> good lord well holy crap hope you guys enjoyed our episode this was number 39 called digital love romance um romance love something whatever the title says it's what it's called uh we are the heartbeats podcast we are master joe master wife and special shout out to our good special guest today justin shea who i now know his last name for the first time first time in many 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 years uh, you can, as always, you can listen to the Harpies Podcast on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on iTunes, or on HarpiesPodcast.com. Justin, follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Follow us. Uh, you always, why don't you just do that bit for now? Because I always forget. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at HP Podcast. Yeah. HP Podcast on Instagram, HP Podcast on Twitter, Harpies Podcast on Facebook. Justin, any uh, shout outs or junk things you want to you wanna say before we close out? Uh, yeah, I was, was honored to be here. Um, yeah, you guys are cool. Uh, let's see, stuff I can pitch. Uh, <laughs> well, I do work in audio. Uh, I actually manage several audio engineers, uh, studios in the DMV area. Um, although I'll probably be in LA in a couple of months for for a while. Uh, oh, yeah. So if anyone needs any advice on audio recording, uh, mixing, uh, mastering, just just hit me up. My personal email is. Uh, wake up push play at gmail.com that's wake up push play at gmail.com and yeah that's my that's my plug solid man well shoot yeah obviously pleasure having you on uh, i was like super last minute we, we talked to him like yeah, a yeah. couple days or not even a couple days like i think yeah, the day so, before we were gonna do the, the episode all haphazard uh we're gonna have another episode another guest next week so you guys can look forward to that and until next time peace out heart pieces